Welcome to Here's the Caveat, an international leadership podcast. Business coach Bob Reich tackles the issues that plague business professionals today. With candor and transparency, he provides real-life answers to the real-world issues with his years of experience and practical wisdom. He will inspire you with value and provide you with practical answers to help you navigate through life's greatest circumstances. Welcome to Here's the Caveat. Take it away, Bob. Welcome to Here's the Caveat, an intentional leadership podcast with Coach Bob Risch. I'm Bob Risch, your host, and I thank you for joining us this week. I'm excited about this episode because this is the second episode of our new series, The Caveat of Leadership. If you had the opportunity to listen to last week's episode, you would have heard us talk about how important the call of a leader is, and even more importantly, understanding that call of a leader. If you haven't yet had that opportunity, I invite you to go to last week's episode and listen to the caveat of leadership, understanding the call of a leader. What we talked about was, was the difference between traditional leadership of solving problems to navigating people and helping them unleash their potential. It's not about the solving of problems. It's more about unleashing potential in others as a leader. My legacy for future generations is not necessarily what I know and what I did. My legacy is the impact I had in future leaders. So future generations can understand my passion about building new leaders who can take our passion and move it into future generations. I always like to say that the impact of a leader is if you take your fist and you put it into a bucket of water. And when you pull your fist out, the indention that is left is the impact that you have. When you think about that, that thought can be very daunting and also very discouraging. Our impact in future generations is not what we did. It's not necessarily who we are. It's the unleashing the potential in future generations. One of the things that excites me so much is when I teach somebody, I help somebody move and unleash their potential and watch them impact other people because of the impact I had on them. It's not about me, it's about them. It's about their leadership potential. It's about unleashing their potential as a leader. That is my call as a navigational and intentional leader. Today, I want to talk about understanding the value of a leader. Understanding the value of a leader. It's the difference between being resolute and building capacity. Being resolute and building capacity. Traditionally, leaders solve problems. Leaders help people find solutions. Oftentimes, leaders wanted to close out a situation so they can move to another situation. They wanted to take care of the problem, make sure there was a solution, and then tell people to go and do likewise. They wanted to have people who bought their solution, saw the solution, and went and did what they needed to do based on direction. Today, we're going to change that a little bit. Oftentimes, leaders settle or find a solution. Oftentimes, they're very good decision makers. They, they decide and they're firm. 
Uh, oftentimes, their firm determination to do something is often what they're known for. Today, I want to talk about understanding your true value. And your true value as a leader is this. And here's the caveat. The caveat of leadership is this. is not necessarily being resolute and finding the solution and resolving the issue. It's helping another leader build their capacity. It's about helping another leader become more of a leader. If you know me, I'm not a runner. If you know me, when I was younger, I, would, I was a sprinter. I was really good at running a 100-yard dash. I was really good at running 100 yards, and I've always said anything more than 100 yards is a waste of energy. That brings in the cross-country runners. My entire family, they're cross-country runners, and they're very good at it. I can't run any more than 100 yards. And a lot of that is, is because I haven't built the capacity to do that. And a lot of it is, yes, it's by choice. I haven't chosen to because I've never had the passion to. When somebody is told they need to run a mile, the biggest mistake that they make is they go out and try to run a mile. Or they, they're told they need to go out and run five miles. They try to run five miles. And oftentimes, the reason that they fail is because they haven't built that capacity whether it's air in their lungs or whether it's the endurance. The key is, is having somebody to teach them or show them or instill this in them that you don't start off by running the mile or two miles or 26 miles. The key is, is running a short distance, mastering the short distance. Then once they master the short distance, they expand, they stretch, and they run a little bit more. And then pretty soon before they know it, they're able to run the mile. And then before they know it, they're able to run the mile faster. Then before they know it, they're running a 5K. Then they're running a marathon or maybe even more. The key is, is that leader helped them build the capacity. They didn't tell them to go just do it and get it done and then criticize them when they didn't do it or tell them what they did wrong. They understand that they needed to build the capacity in them to be that great leader. As a leader, that is our value, is we help people build the capacity so they can become better leaders. Now, how do we do this? We expand their air. We expand how much air they're able to take into their lungs, just like a runner. What we're able to do is expand their endurance. And what this does, it helps them to stretch. It helps them to become more of an enduring leader. It helps them to be able to go longer in a stressful situation, just like a runner. Another way to build capacity is to edify them, promote them. Instead of letting them know their weaknesses, you focus on their strengths. And what we have found as leaders is when you focus on somebody's strengths, their weaknesses will eventually start becoming strengths. And what happens is when you focus on what they do well, we're able to help them and what they don't do well. Oftentimes we ignore what they do well and we focus on what they can't do and oftentimes that becomes very, very discouraging. At the same time, we need to help them grow in the areas they need to grow. We need to also promote the areas that they do well. Offering an opinion that may be accepted or turned down is the key. As a navigational leader, 
The caveat of leadership is this. You're not directing them to go a direction. You're offering advice. You're offering an opinion and allowing them to accept or reject. Yes, there is a risk. But oftentimes when you allow that new leader to accept the responsibility, to learn what it means to accept responsibility and be that leader, it's amazing how that will begin to build capacity. The biggest mistake of leaders is that they come to a conclusion and they give directives. What you want to focus on is helping somebody build capacity so they are running in the direction and they, be, they begin to see the destination. As a navigational leader, you want to clarify a starting point, you want to help discover a destination, and you help close that gap. Because it's not you that run the race, it's them that's going to run the race. When you are long gone and they are the leader, you want them not to give a directive like they were taught. You want them to help build capacity in another. Three questions I want to ask you about, are you a leader of directives or are you a leader of building capacities? Your value is based on how you're able to help somebody else build the capacity of another. The first question is, is do you listen to respond or do you listen to understand? Are you listening to them to give them a response to tell them what to do? Or are you listening to understand where they're at so you can help them get to where they need to go? Do you listen or do you give a directive? Are you more focused on telling them what they need to do or asking them the direction that they need to go? And do you make the decision for them or do you allow them to make the decision and sometimes that decision could be a mistake. Allowing people to make mistakes helps them learn and it helps them stretch. Sometimes helping them make a mistake will help them become stronger in the end. One of the biggest mistakes of leaders is sometimes we allow them to avoid the mistake and they miss the learning opportunity. I tell every one of my clients, if you fall down, I will never pick you up. I tell him this, if you fall down, I'll get down beside you and we'll get up together. That is a leader of navigation. That is the value that you bring to somebody else. How do you understand your value as a leader? You focus on building capacity in another. And you do this in three ways. First, you make them better. Is your goal to make them better or is your goal to make you better? Is your goal to allow people to see how great you are or is your goal to help them show people how great they are? Are you allowing them to stretch and become that leader? Are you willing to stand back and allow them to be seen? The second point of understanding your value as a leader is you make them believe. Do they really believe in their capacity as a leader or do they see you as the leader they can't live without? 
They need to believe who they are and the potential that they have. Going back to last week, understanding your call as a leader, do they understand their potential? Are you unleashing their potential? First, you unleash their potential, and to see that value, to understand that value, you want to help them build the capacity so they can unleash their potential. Are you willing to allow them to unleash their potential by helping them build their capacity as a leader? And finally, are you willing to make them leaders? Are you willing to make them leaders so they are seen as the leader? It's not about you. It's about future generations. It's not about what you know and what you have done. It's about your investment in somebody else. Your value as a leader is not about what you have accomplished and what your success is. It's about the significance that you have in another. Anybody can be successful and not significant. When you become significant, you're always successful. Navigational leadership is about building leaders, creating others to pass on your legacy. The only way your legacy is going to pass on is you have to have, find somebody to pass it on for you. Your value is your intention. What is your intention? Is your intention to become great or is your intention to watch others become great? We as intentional leaders need to understand our value is not to decide for them. It is to enable them to stretch. That's the key. Are you allowing them to stretch? Are you allowing them to feel the growing pains? Are you allowing them to fall down? Not so you can pick them up, so you can get down with them and get up together. Allow them to stretch out of their comfort zone and into their uncomfortable zone. If you do it for them, they'll never do it themselves. Their thinking needs to be stretched. They are willing, they believe, and they are able. Do you believe it? But more importantly, do they believe it? Here's the caveat. Our value is in our intention. Is your intention to decide for them? Or is your intention to help them build the capacity to be the leader you know that they can be? Your responsibility is to make them better, to make them believe, and to make them leaders. Here's the caveat of leadership. Understanding your value as a leader is to build capacity in another leader. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you for listening today. It is an honor and a privilege to have you as a part of Here's the Caveat. If you would like to reach out to us today or if you have any questions, you can reach us at 623-628-1996 or email us at coach at bobrish.com. Please follow our LinkedIn page at linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Robert Rish. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter under Coach Bob Rish or Caveat Institute. You can also visit us at bobrish.com and learn more how Caveat Institute can meet and serve your needs. Also, please consider sponsoring this podcast. Without your support, this podcast would not exist. 
It is because of your listening and financial support that allows us to impact the world. We have thousands of listeners in over 50 countries because of you. I ask you to consider sponsoring us by placing an advertisement on this podcast or donating at the link provided. Again, it's been an honor to speak with you today. Please enjoy other episodes and stay tuned to another episode next week. And thank you in advance for sharing this podcast and allowing others to receive the value that you have received today. Have a fantastic day and don't be afraid to be great. This is Bob Risch signing off. See you next week for another episode of Here's the Caveat.